0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jazz here, and I am so digging the GeekCast radio network. Greetings, humans. This is Starscream, and you're
1: listening to ToyCast. And if any of you call me a former, one more time... <laughs>
2: Now, ToyCast, oh yes, listen in to the only toy podcast you will ever need. Hello and welcome to an all new generation of ToyCast as we get the origins of any and all toy fans that we can. I am, of course, tfg and Mike. And I don't think I misspoke in the last episode, but what I did say at the time was the Origins, which is the new form, one of the new formats here on the show, because we, up until I don't know, last year, we haven't been on the air for the last seven years and what I had said was the Origins the 42 questions, we've only been asking male toy collectors not that there's anything wrong with that, but and we've had females and girls and women and however you want to, whatever insert term you want here We've had them on the show before, and we'll have them on the show again. And joining me is longtime friend of the show, ha Prime. Hello,
1: how are you? Hey, I'm awesome. Yay! <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do a weird voice for no reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now can you sound like this? Do you transform into a truck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've been doing a lot of, like, um... Making audiobooks of fan fiction. And so I have, like, a great Starscream voice. Oh, boy. I'm like, oh, I basically only have, like, a Starscream voice and a Megatron voice. Because, of course, Prime just sounds like me, but tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I'm very tired. Oh,
1: wait, that, that's more... And I'm like, that's That's me. More- that's like I was
2: say, yeah, yeah. That's more marnosha Megatron. Yeah, yeah. What? Did, what did you say, Prime? I, I can't hear you, Prime. <laughs> and of course, I have to basically be touching my ad, like right under my Adam's apple, my collarbone. I'm like, in order to make that, oh, in order for yeah. me to talk like this, I have to physically be moving things around.
1: Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, I was trying to do a book that had just a lot of Megatron talking, and he tends to kind of get more growly like this, and after a while, my voice hurt really bad. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Alright, so, as everyone knows, we have 42 questions, all about toy collecting. This is gonna be interesting. Looking forward to it. Mm Mm-hmm. What is or was the first toy you remember having
1: as a kid? See, this is tricky, because I don't remember a lot of the toys I had as a kid because I don't remember having a lot of toys. Okay. I remember having junk. <laughs> um, like my favorite things to play with were my very first bike I got was like a piece of crap bike that the tires were busted and they were made out of plastic. Like, you know, old tricycles where the yep. the tires are solid. So imagine a bike like that, but the tires are broken so it's like and i had to learn to ride a bike on that and then one of my favorite things to do was to get like these long sort of one inch by one inch by however long pieces of oak because my dad was in construction and they would be swords and we would sword fight and we would you know reenact robin hood prince of thieves and i would be the sheriff of nottingham and then if you hit yourself by accident with a piece of Oak, it hurts a lot. Yes. Yes, it does. But most, yeah, most of my, most of my stuff, I was just playing outside. All of my like toy buying has been as an adult. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I vaguely remember somebody gave me a she but yeah, like I, I truly can't remember any toys that were important to me. So, basically,
2: we need to skip the first four questions.
1: <laughs> I'm here to be
2: difficult. <laughs> well, I mean, you can try to answer these, and if there wasn't, there wasn't. Yeah. That's fine. Was there a particular adult who was supportive of, supportive of you playing with toys as a kid,
1: or was there anyone who was unsupportive? It was just kind of... Nobody cared either way. It wasn't like, thou shalt not play with toys. But it wasn't also like, go play with toys. Uh, Let's see.
2: Okay, so yeah, we do have to skip three and four. That's fine. That that doesn't make any sense. All right. (laughs) Do you prefer the label of action figures, dolls, toys, or other labels?
1: I just call them toys. Like, anything else sounds weird.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, let's face it, they have to have real hair and a dress to be called a doll. Yeah.
1: I can't imagine. Yeah. And also like the whole doll collecting thing. I had a great grandma who collected dolls, Uh which is not a thing that does anything for me. But I remember her being like when I was tiny and she was like, this is my collection. And she had just shelves and shelves. And, you know, that's how we're going to look, you know, 50 years and 100 years in the future. People are going to be like, and then they had shelves of these transformers. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> that's. that. Yeah. That, look. Wally is definitely ahead of its time because this entire planet is going to be garbage by the time we get to the year Wally was around.
1: Oh man! And I'm like, I, well, I ref- won't
2: be here to. We won't be here to live through that. Thank God. I but. refuse <laughs> to
1: give up hope, Mike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is uh, what does Shattered Glass Optimus always say? Till all are gone.
1: Yeah, that's not, that's why I'm not Shattered Glass Prime.
2: <laughs> Good guys or bad guys, which toys were your favorites to play with the most? Um,
1: let's see. Oh, wait, I do have a great story about this. So, my little friend Justin, when we were seven, he had mask toys. And okay. so, my favorite was to play with, um, what is his face? Uh, was it Mayhem, the bad guy? Miles Mayhem yep. with From, the big mustache. Yeah, yeah, and he had like this cool helicopter that transformed into a jet, and I was like, this, yep. this is the coolest thing in the history of time. Yep. But um yeah, I didn't have any like real preference for good guys or bad guys. I've always sort of liked them equally. Yeah. Like the bad guys are fun and the good guys are good, and I am a good person, gosh dang it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you're a good person in this universe in Shattered Glass, you wouldn't be so good.
1: I know. When <laughs> Shattered Glass first happened, I found it like deeply and profoundly offensive. I, was like, I do not! This is evil!
2: <laughs> hey, it's a purple optimus and it's a purple and black Rodimus. I'm fine. I'm good. I, I'm down with the evil.
1: <laughs> if it's got my color scheme, I'm good. Yeah. It, oh man, do the- Like, once I realized that it could be funny, then I was like, okay, never mind. Shattered Glass is great. But at first, when it was, like, deathly serious and, like, Optimus Prime was hanging dead guys from his ceiling, a la Shockwave, I'm like, he does not. That's an abomination. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Good times.
2: What is or was your favorite toy vehicle or playset? Now, specifically toy vehicle not technically talking about transformers yeah. even though they are both vehicles and robots but like a toy line that had vehicle like like mask yeah. or whatever kind of thing Yeah.
1: Mask was cool and I really enjoyed it like I I truly missed out on transformers when I was growing up because I just didn't have access to them. Um but I think I would have liked them. Um <laughs> this is not maybe what you were going for but my favorite vehicle playset That I have still never found was this extremely cool set that, again, friend Justin had. They were like a set of pipes and wheels, and you could make yourself a car that you could drive around in. And that was the coolest. Like, imagine Tinker Toys that are person sized, right? But they're like PVC pipes and. I, and I just huh. thought that was the absolute coolest thing in the history of time. Like we would make I, I, you know, you have to make a cage for whatever animal you're pretending to be, and all this stuff, but the fact that you could make a go-kart out of it and I have yeah. no idea what that was, but yeah, that's my definite favorite, like vehicle playset.: um,
2: Yeah. I pride myself on guessing a lot of things. Now, one of my biggest guesses I've ever made is this happened 20 some odd years ago. I was at the time, Kroger stores had video departments where they actually used to rent out video cassettes still, even though they were moving towards DVD. Mm-hmm. <sighs> a couple came in and they asked, it was like sort of new, but not really. I'd have to look to see what the actual date was, but I swear it was a newer movie at the time. They said, all as we know is it has Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater, and a lot of water. What? Mm-hmm. So on those three clues, I was able to immediately point, are you looking for hard rain? <laughs> yep, that's it. So yeah, pipes and levees and things you put into other things doesn't really help me try to f- help you figure it out. Nope. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so you may have done this. I don't know. You you played you, on your bike, so it may not necessarily be with the actual toys themselves, but did you and your friends ever pretend with your toys that you had? By this, I mean, did you say, I'm going to be this toy, and you can be that toy? Like, you know... Amy can be the Coke bottle top and Nicole can be the piece of glass
1: or whatever. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mike, I used to have a pet hubcap that I dragged around on a piece of yarn
2: when I was really, really little. Poor hubcap. He doesn't get no respect. I
1: know. Anyway. um, So, yeah, we would pretend, again, like most of my playing was like outside actually doing stuff. So we would pretend stuff all the time, but it was pretending that we were the thing or the person, not like this toy is representing what I'm pretending. My sisters did extremely elaborate stories with Barbies that they would build these elaborate sets with, but I never played it because I was too good for Barbies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that is the appropriate response. And then, like much later, I was like, "I missed out, man. They did so much creative, cool stuff." <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, so that's... I mean, the the most pretending with toys I've ever done was like, you know. 15 years ago when I very first started getting into Transformers and I had little kids and I'd get the little robot heroes and mm-hmm. like have them oh, yeah. have them do stuff and talk to each other and yep, that was fun yeah
2: that uh, yeah the uh, the coke bottle top and the piece of glasses from and I know this person has since been cancelled and he's whatever he is but I still like his comedy routine from 1969 it's from an old uh, Bill Cosby thing Where, you know, they would go out and play street football and they would have to pick what they wanted to be and kind of thing and all that and whatever else. So what features define a good toy to you? How true does the item feel in comparison to the source material likeness?
1: So is the question what defines a good toy or is the question how true? It's both. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's actually my answer. Like the thing that makes me want to buy something is if I look at it, I'm like, that's the thing. Like the shorthand is he walks among us. Like mm-hmm. if, if it's, if it just feels real and has its own personality, for instance, um, the G2 prime that just came out, I was like, I don't need it. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh wait, it's party. Miss prime. He has speakers on his shoulders, and he's like retired and just having a good time, and out trucking in the salt flats. And mm-hmm. I am so down with this. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, never mind, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Make yeah. sure
2: they're not sold out.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it, if if the toy has personality to it, so it feels like a character who's alive. That's what makes me want it.
2: Yeah. So. Absolutely. What does toy packaging have to have to draw you in so you go into and I'm only going to use these cuz these are what we have today cuz there are no toy actual big box toy mm-hmm. stores anymore unless you go to Canada. Uh, you go into Walmart, you go into Target, you go into wherever and you look in the trans, you got Transformers, you got He-Man, you got whatever other thing like what's the thing about the toy packaging
1: that is going to draw your eye the most? So On the one hand, I tend to shop for toys looking for specific things. So it didn't really, doesn't really matter what the packaging is. I will find it. However, let us take a moment to go off about how much I love the legacy box art and packaging style and graphic design. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Like The kids have to deal with me being like, this is amazing. <laughs> I just love <laughs> it so much. I'm like, it's liquid 80s. Look at it. Look at it. Look at them. Like, oh, gosh. I love it so much much but like i also i will save a box if it's really really cool and i Mm -hmm. saved some of the i think siege ones that had like the black light stuff on them because i thought that was so awesome and like they were just you know so like i will actually i really appreciate good box art so like you know Mm -hmm. the character painted on there or whatever i really appreciate that and i value it um So, yeah, yeah, I guess that'll draw me in. And then just, like, good colors and good design. Oh, my gosh, I love the Legacy look. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they were, like... And, again, it depends
2: on the toy. Like, from Siege to Earthrise to Kingdom, it really depends on the toy. Most of those, like... What are they called? Like, they're not minicons, but the... The scout class. Type oh yeah, fit. The, like, the little most guys, are the smaller figures, yeah, the deluxe figures. I totally know most what you're of talking them about. Don't have like the packaging is cool. It looks great, but I mean, if you really want, at least from those toy lines and even Kingdom to a lesser extent, if you want good toy packaging, you have to get like Commander Class Rodimus and Blaster and. And this and everything now yeah, with Hasbro trying to be more environmentally friendly and going to a closed box system, there is now more potential for any artist working in toy packaging where they can just, you know, here's your canvas. As long as you make room for the 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 content warnings and whatever else, have at it, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And it's been really successful. So far. But even like even like the, the smaller class where it's not a closed box, I think it still looks amazing. It's something to do with that green and purple. I just love it so much.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think look, we're never, like, we've already kind of brought up the whole environmental thing and everything else, but, like, we're never going to... In our lifetime, we're never going to fix it. Yes, I know using plastic makes it worse and whatever, but I would rather have a plastic window box than Bulkhead's head being removed from an open... Oh. Oh, God. Those open windowless boxes, like... Yeah, I know there's a potential for the closed boxes, for people to, like, try to hide from the security cameras, open it up and switch it with a different toy, kind of like.
1: That but happened why would to you me. Wanna... Oh, Lord. I when did that happen? Just recently, like this oh, beginning no. of this week, the Party Miss, Prime, <laughs> Party Miss Prime arrived and we were all excited. We opened it up and inside was a bunch of different random pieces of old toys. And I was wow. like. Dear Amazon, someone has cheated you. Please send another one. <laughs> God. That's just... Wow. Yeah, it was a bummer. Why would you... All right. Yeah. I was like, come on, guys. You're taking the fun out of it for other but other people.
2: Yeah, exactly. As an adult, do you prefer vintage toys or modern toys?
1: In general, I prefer modern toys. I'm not like a... Uh, like a G1 collector or anything. I'm not, I'm not specifically looking to collect old toys unless, you know, it has that he walks among us quality of, yeah, it's real. And it, yeah. I mean, there's
2: only look, I, I know we've had hundreds, probably thousands, but there is only one die cast. For the most part, die cast rolling generation one Astro. There is only one toy that looks like this toy, you know, jettison some weight or I'll never make it to Cybertron. If as in a kid, if, <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how talk. <laughs> <laughs> if as a kid or an adult, you only were allowed to choose one toy franchise to collect from, which would it be? And
1: why? I mean, as an adult, the only toy franchise I've chosen to collect from is Transformers, because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I'm not much of a, like, I need all the toys. Like, the only toys I've ever wanted that weren't Transformers were, mm-hmm. like, Legos and things that you can build with. So I have just a bazillion cool Lego things and a bazillion Transformers. Mm-hmm.
2: And since I know it's you, I'm pretty sure you already have
1: Lego Optimus Prime. Heck yeah. Actually, you know (laughs) what? I don't have that yet. I have the Creo one, and I was absolutely going to buy the Lego one, and then I think I forgot. Well... So after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like right now we are in just like a golden age of Transformer toys. They are so good. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it is so very, very good. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier about Kingdom Rodimus. Kingdom Rodimus is what nine year old me in, Kib- in Kibis oh. King, Florida wanted at nine years old in 1989. Instead, yeah. I had the classic Rodimus Prime you know trailer this that the other thing and everything else and whatever yeah but uh yeah no kingdom rodimus is is amazing
1: i am glad you enjoy him my kids were like we need him and i'm like he turns into a winnebago i refuse stop it he
2: is not a winnebago (laughs) knock it off (laughs)
1: But see, now they're old enough, they can start earning their own money, and they can buy their own kingdom, Rodimus, if they want. Mm -hmm.
2: Sure.
1: Yep, true facts, though.
2: Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's see. What is one toy you can always play with?
1: Let's see. I'm like, why is this a difficult question? Because the answer is whatever one is in front of me.
2: But like out I think, of I, out, I, out of yeah. everything that you have what is one you always go back with and pull it off the shelf
1: Well here's where I'm like a weirdo I don't actually play with them a lot myself right because it's so much more fun watching my like genius level engineer son just being like and How old is he now Let's Oh well my my oldest is 20 and my my 18 year old is the one who's just like Uh, really really good at this but you just gotta be careful then
2: because uh if mr 18 year old is gonna go towards an engineering degree he might come home with a couple of screwdrivers and be like okay mom it's time to operate
1: (laughs) well no see that's that's how he is and it's actually awesome i can be like seth please fix this thing and (laughs) okay quick side story because it's hilarious we were at we were at the bank, okay, to get him his very first checking account, right. and he sees on the little mantle in the sort of waiting area this clock, and it is not working. So he goes over. He this is he's also on the spectrum. So he goes over. Mm-hmm. He picks it up, and he's like, "Do you mind if I fix this?" <laughs> and then he's like, "I need a screwdriver. Do you guys have any?"
2: <laughs> wow!
1: And he fixes this clock he's like yeah i just had you know battery acid gunged up in it so he takes it all out scrapes it out into the trash he's like do you guys have any new batteries (laughs) so by the time we left he had a checking account and had fixed the clock
2: that should have included like some sort of hundred dollar bonus or something it was it's just great (laughs) he's so
1: fun that's awesome and then today he was like Oh my gosh! I've been mistransforming Party Miss Prime, <laughs> the, the G two guy, because he yeah. the way they were, the way my two boys were transforming him without even looking at instructions because that's how they do. Uh-huh. They, he had like little hip flaps instead of them tucking up in the sides, and then they were like, "Look how good this is! This is good engineering! I wouldn't have thought of that." <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Anyways, I just love how I wouldn't have thought of that as like the highest possible
2: compliment. Well, I mean, you know, that's like, you know, you, okay. So we now live in a day and age where streaming is everything, you know, in 1989, when I was nine years old. I didn't know anything about what Hasbro was doing because yeah. I didn't know like whereas now you can go onto their YouTube channel whether it's a actual live stream at the time or go back to watch one of the older streams, and you can see people like Evan, like Mark, like mm-hmm. Ben, you know all those people who are the designers and marketing people and everything else, and you can watch them talk like. I swear, every time Evan gets a smile on his face from whatever he's talking about, it's like, oh, he's a kid in a candy store, except he works there, and he's giving us what we've wanted for nearly 40 years.
1: Yeah, that must feel good.
2: You I know? hope it does. I mean, Me you know. Yeah. So, are there any toys in the past or currently that you wish you hadn't bought them, and are there any toys in the past that you may have sold that you regret letting them go?
1: Okay. The only toy I can think of that I'm like, eh, could have done without that was we got somewhat recently the, um, the Cheetor from, is it, is it robots in disguise or cyberverse or whatever? Okay. Cause like I tend not to care about the cyberverse stuff because it just feels a little fakier in my hand. And because it's not like a, I I actually watched most of that show and I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, mm-hmm. but I don't feel the need for the toys. And so that one, I'm just like, you know, I got it. Cause everybody said it looked cool. My, by which I mean, I was shopping with children and I was like, you're right. It does look pretty cool. And then nobody plays with it ever again. And I'm like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Are you talking about the deluxe? Yeah, the little deluxe that, Yeah, um, yeah, and he's fun. Yeah. I just don't care.
2: Yeah, he looks cool, but again, like yeah, the thing with Cyberverse is, and this is what I say to everybody is that okay, nineteen eighty four, we had Generation One. Even beyond its initial run, we still had it in syndication up until ninety three, ninety four, whenever that was. Mm-hmm they were still gonna. I mean, it was ninety eight episodes. Why were they not gonna? Even though Sunbow had gone under and whatever, they're still gonna run it in syndication. Yeah. So that G one was our our thing. Cyberverse to me is a love letter to everybody, both adults yeah. and kids. Adults more so for the cartoon. Kids, I mean, kids can probably into yeah. the cartoon too, but like. The toys are solely for whatever age range is, on, eight, eight and up.
1: Like, yeah, you know, I, I yeah, I would agree.
2: I would agree. I mean, because yeah. I'm looking at this deluxe class Cheetor and he looks cool as hell, but Extremely I don't. Extremely
1: <laughs> hollow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he's got like swords and stuff yep. and he seemed fun. And I was like, all right, fine. We can get him. But yeah. <laughs> I think we tend to like slightly more complex transformations or complex sculpts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I have lost track of what the question was. It's okay.
2: Uh, toys that you may have sold that you regret letting go. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't really have any that I've got. I've, I'm very, very, very bad at getting rid of toys. <laughs> Oh, boy.
2: That's going to be interesting for a question later. All right. How large, because I know it's not small, but how large is your toy collection? Do your toys take up the whole house, or are they relegated to one room, shelf, or something like that?
1: (laughs) Okay. So, there is a Lego section. Mm -hmm. And all the walls are covered in various art that I've bought from various Transformers artists. Mm -hmm. And... There is now a shelf for the Transformers to live on, by which I mean several shelf units. But they don't all fit on there. (laughs) They tend to be also out. Like, that's their home. And I'll be like, guys, put them away so they don't get stepped on. But, yeah. So, I actually have no idea how many I have. Because it's a lot. (laughs) And I've never counted. Oh, boy. It's probably several hundred, which I know is smaller than some collections and bigger than others. But to me, it's insane. But I love all of them. Because, like I said, all the ones that we've bought are like, but this is my precious child. Like, oh, my gosh, Mike, we were in Walmart and I saw pipes and I didn't know pipes had been like released and mm-hmm. I was like my son <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyways it was great and everyone in the electronics department turned their heads like they were like holy what? crap what is that lady doing over there in the toy department <laughs> <laughs> oh man good times i guess we can skip question 18 how do you keep track of your collection you don't (laughs)
1: not very well i mean i know yeah it's i'm not like super ocd about it. i know what i have and what i don't have yeah i mean and
2: look you know you don't have to be suit like for me with my collection i only really collect funko pops on on the regular Mm -hmm. so funko has an app for that I don't really, uh, you know, I don't really check the app to make sure, like, sometimes I double check it to make sure I've got everything listed, but I only have, a, and not even a majority of them are here, Some, a lot of them are still in storage, so in total I have 180, as of right now, I have 188 Funko Pops, so, okay. you know. Uh, how
1: do you display your toys? They live on a shelf Mm -hmm. and they also live on top of my dresser, all the big boys. (laughs) And then, um, because we've had this amazing few years of like Titan class dudes. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, to be honest, checks from the government. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, okay, we'll get them. So those guys are huge and they tend to just, (sighs) where do they live? Like I, I'll be like, go put them up on the dresser or something. But they also live kind of along the edge of the wall in the Lego area of the playroom. (laughs) We even have like the wall of boxes because my kids decided that they couldn't bear to part with the cool boxes. (laughs) So they just stacked them and it actually looks really cool. (laughs)
2: That's the good thing about Funko Pops is you can stack them, you can put them in any, any configuration you want, and they're still all going to look cool because yeah. they're all in their boxes and yeah. and all of that. Okay, so everybody is safe, children, husband, all family members, all pets, everybody's uh. safe. But if you could only keep one toy from your collection and the house is burning down, what would you keep?
1: I keep my MPO one prime. Yeah. Cause he's like, he is the Velveteen rabbit of toys.
2: Quite literally. I've heard these days. He's not, um, he hasn't, yeah. uh, he hasn't, uh, stood the test of time that well. Yeah. Some, some of them,
1: although haven't. my engineer son did fix his knee, <laughs> but it's still kind of gimpy. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, But, yeah, he's, he's real, so I need him. But, like, it'd be tough because, dang it, do I have to just pick one? Because I also have the extremely awesome third-party Overlord. And I also have, like, a really, as a toy, like, especially, like, here, just play with a dude. I still think that the Springer that looks like Nick Roach's design is one of the most beautiful Transformer toys ever created.
2: I mean, it's but your like, life. Like, the house is on fire, I, so you I know. could
1: <laughs> I could get replacement for all of these. Well, so that's, see, yeah. that's
2: the cool thing about so generally, you know that that question actually comes from. Because at this point, I've been doing it for nine years over on the pull bag. So basically, over on the pull bag for comics, I have 25, uh 30 questions now for comics. And basically, that's where that question comes from, is mm-hmm. if the house is burning down, you can only run it and save one comic, which one would it be and yeah. why? But here's the here's the flip side about you wanting to get multiples. Here's the toy box challenge. You get one 18 by 18 by 18 box. The only toys yeah. you can keep have to fit in the box. What can you pack into
1: it? <laughs> Transform everybody into vehicle mode and shove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I get like weirdly attached to a few of them. Like I have a I have an Armada Starscream. Mm-hmm. And they're making these new ones, and my kids are like, We need it. I'm like, no, that's not him. <laughs> I'm like, it's nice and all, but it's IDW Starscream in his Armada outfit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just just random stuff where I'm like, but this one's real. I need it. <laughs> are you a Funko fan? Nope, I don't care. <laughs> yeah.
2: But but they have a Target exclusive Starscream. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did like they made these little tiny they're like an inch and a half tall maybe they made these little tiny chibi guys Mm -hmm. and they were fun and I don't even remember what um, like company did it but we are sort of bad at buying little tiny guys that can be used as game pieces right because we're always like. Well, if we're going to play a game with game pieces, we might as well be transformers. So, <laughs> that's right. have you seen have you seen that set in Walmart right now? That's like a bunch of little tiny um, diecast metal, basically game piece transformers, and their face paint apps are incredibly bad. But I was like, I'm I'm getting them because they're good game pieces.
2: Are you talking <laughs> about Jada Toys, the Transformers Nano Metal Figs? Probably. I've got it right here in my hand. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. So Does your does your sideswipe look like an absolute and complete derp?
2: <laughs> I don't know. He's still in the box. Let me look at him actually.
1: <laughs> like all the boxes we found, Sideswipe was particularly egregious. He just looked like a derp. And then RC was like second derp.
2: Uh, is RC even in here? Oh yes, yeah, she is.
1: She's just like Sliding down her undies.
2: <laughs> yes, she is. Oh my god! I, I'm
1: like, wow, whose idea not was notice? this? Yeah, how did I not notice that? And then she's got lips on her chin.
2: Mm-mm. Well, I okay. So I don't want to disparage anybody, but like seriously, a figure that small, no matter how good of an artist you are, there's going to be lipstick on any other part of the body other than the lips because that head, like these heads are. Oh yeah, it's tiny. Like. Yeah, you know, you think of like the old, uh, like r- okay, compare these to robot heroes. You yeah, know what size robot heroes were? Look
1: at these. Yeah. These things are yeah. like they're tiny. I'm really and surprised. All this. Yeah, all this paint is not applied by a person, luckily, because that would be a miserable job. It's absolutely applied by a robot. Yeah, no, absolutely.
2: (laughs) But Robots painting robots. Yes, what will happen next? (laughs) (laughs) I've been debating opening this or not, because I feel like once I open it and take them all out of the packaging, I'm never going to be able to get them back in the box. Not that I plan on moving anytime soon again, but like... That's one of the reasons why it, it's just, I've never opened it. And yeah. and this says Series 1. So I don't know how well this oh, did. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know how well this did at retail or on the Jada Toys website, but I am hoping, and I, I'm very, I mean, so, you know, going from left to right, we have Optimus, Bumblebee, Hot Rod, Cliffjumper, Starstream, Megatron, Jazz, Prowl, Sideswipe, Sunstreaker, Skywarp, Thundercracker, Wheeljack, RC, Ironhide, Magnus, Shockwave, and Soundwave. This is Series 1. What characters are they going to put in Series 2?
1: Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing, (laughs) unless they did like a whole, like if they did Beast Wars or something.
2: I mean, I could see that, and I would be so, like, I'd be like shut be up fun. and take my money. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think of, like, what other G1 character. Like, okay, Gears isn't in there. Uh, Trailbreaker isn't in there. But Trailbreaker, he's kind of a big Jeep kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know how small the – I don't know how well the Nano – Computer can can paint a trailbreaker. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we'll just have to see. I I can't imagine them doing series two of like because they'd be all sort of B and C level players, which is mean to say, but you know that's who they'd be.
2: I, I I mean I'm I'm just trying to think. Like you could do Rumble and Frenzy as long as they did them the right colors. You could do Laser <laughs> and Buzzsaw. You could, it
1: would be fun to have a bunch of little tiny guys. Yeah,
2: you you could do, um, like I said, gears. Yeah, you could do huffer. They
1: don't have hound. They don't have, they don't have um, hound.
2: You could do hound.
1: They they don't have like Skywarp and thundercracker. No, right? they do.
2: Yeah, they have all three seekers. So okay, they, so they I don't ha- remember all them. Yeah, so they have starstream, Skywarp, and thundercracker. They can okay. do surge, uh, thrust, and and and. Yeah, they could do the cone heads. Oh, what's the other um,
1: idiots? Surge, thrust, and ramjet. There you go, ramjet. Um, let's see who else would be. F- oh yeah, they'd have yeah, Ravage. Um, yeah. I don't know if they build another one. We of course will buy it.
2: Well, obviously, I mean it, it's 100
1: <laughs> percent diecast. I mean, don't you know diecast
2: construction? Yeah. It's a lost art. Exactly. Like <laughs> I mean, seriously. And if they if Jada did nano metal figs of Beast Wars characters, oh, that would be man, so awesome. That Can would you be,
1: imagine?
2: Oh. And like I said, yeah. have any have you ta- have you taken these out of the box yet? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, so you've taken them out of the box. I haven't. How they have? Like, how do they? Like, I know technically you can hold them between your index yeah. finger and thumb, but
1: like, how do they feel? Like, what? They're satisfying as heck, okay. Mike. They're okay. really, really okay. satisfying. Okay. They're not. They've got like a good weight to them. They're not like super heavy, but they're not super light either. Yeah. I mean, and they're like yeah. nice and smooth. Mm-hmm.
2: Good, 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 good. So, yeah. <sighs> All right. What
1: was the most money you spent on a toy? Uh, <laughs> okay. Good. So, this is interesting because it almost feels like not so much how much money I spent on a toy matters, but how much of a percentage of what I had was it? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So like the most highest percentage of income ever spent was on, was like 80 bucks on MPO one. That was like a huge deal. Cause at the time we were very poor. Mm-hmm. The most money that I've spent that I was just like, Oh gosh, I'm insane was on the third party overlord. It was like one eighty seven. Oh, wow. but also a friend of mine totally stepped in and helped. Well, there you go. So I was like, "That's cool." Oh man, that was nice. That's really um, nice. But see now, like I'm doing much better, and so I can be like, "Yeah, okay, fine, we can get the arc, <laughs> Scorponok. We, can, you know what I mean? So things that things that would have been just absolutely ludicrous a while ago. I'm like, "All right, fine, we can do that." Yeah. And that's amazing. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah.
2: What was the cheapest toy you bought? What was the best deal you ever got for a figure that may have been worth quite a bit more than you yeah. paid?
1: The best deal I blink and passed up that I'm still mad at myself <laughs> for was they had like, it was in one of the you know, room sales at mm-hmm. TFCon or something. I was going to come back and buy it and I never did. And I hate myself. It was like a tiny little gun Megatron I don't, it wasn't like necessarily world's smallest, mm-hmm. but it might've been. And it was eight bucks. And I was like, I should get it, but I don't need it. And I'm still mad. And that was like five years ago. <laughs> um, so wait, repeat the actual question. So what it was, like, was
2: the cheapest toy you bought? Oh. What was the best deal you ever got for a figure that may have been worth quite a bit more?
1: Okay. Best deal I ever got was there was a garage sale across the street and they were selling a bunch of old Armada stuff and I got Armada Wheeljack and I was excited about that cuz he's the dude with his like Autobot symbol scratched out and he's got angst, man. And I would never have spent like real money on him, but I was really glad to have him cuz you know, he walks among us. Um let's see what else. I've never I've never done, like, uh, buying sort of hard-to-find toys. I'm not that kind of collector. Like, there's ones that I'm like, that'd be cool to get, but I'm not going to because it's not available anymore or (laughs) whatever. I I refuse to buy from scalpers. Like, currently, we're all stressed out because we didn't buy Pterosaur in time, and now he's not available. And I'm like, oh, no, but we need him. So I don't know. We'll see. That may end up being something we actually pay a little bit more to have just because we have to have him. <laughs> and we're spoiled now. Now, which one? The first one that came out or the current one that's out? The the one that just recently came out, but the one that looks nice. Like there's one that's going to be in Target this is mm-hmm. my kids are now my nerd suppliers. Where they're yeah. like, "Mom, we need to get this one. It's coming out here. We need to buy it." Mm-hmm. Um, but the Target one is ugly, and I don't like it. The Amazon exclusive one looks like pterosaur, taran- and I need it. We also, of course, need tarantulas. Well, yeah, I mean, and the Amazon <laughs> one
2: is the is the show-accurate one. The, t- the Target yeah, the one is the toy-accurate one.
1: Yeah, and f- I just, I hate it, actually. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ugly.
1: That's not him. <laughs> yeah, I no. want the one that looks like him. Yeah, so we'll, we will have to get him eventually.
2: Yeah. Do you visit, and obviously this is... In the before times, because why would you do it now, even though people are like, oh, let's go to conventions. But do you visit toy shows or conventions when you did toy shows or conventions? Do you have a typical methodology? Do you bring a certain amount of money for what you're searching for? That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Man, now I'm really missing going to conventions (laughs) so bad. Okay. Moment of mourning. Okay. So my methodology is I would bring as much money as I could spare mm-hmm. often I would not have much. I'd have enough to get myself there, pay for a hotel and then just a little bit. My priority has always tended to be art. So I'm, I'm like, I remember one time I was talking to Alex mill and he's like, what have you, you know, gotten? And I'm like, Alex, I didn't bring enough money to buy anything. I'm just here to hang out with you guys. <laughs> like, huh. But, um, cause that's what I love. I love yeah. just getting to hang out with people. Um, So I will buy art and then maybe toys. Mm. If there's some, like I bought Unicron in a bag and I bought like, like just random stuff that you like, if you find a good deal on something. Unicron in a bag. Heck yeah, man.
2: Uh, He's $600 and he comes in this. Not
1: that Unicron, oh. the Armada one. Oh, jeez. You have to specify, woman. I'm like, wait a minute. Who the hell is Unicron in a bag at a convention? <laughs> Can you imagine? No, we call him Washing Machine Unicron because that's the size of his box essentially yeah it's, it's, yeah it's a small dishwasher or a small
2: washing yep. machine
1: yeah. Yep. oh man yeah dude i'm never buying that thing that is insanity i refuse so
2: i found a way to cheat on it oh no because mm-hmm. if i mean you know i i don't mind having this if if I de- like, because for me it's like I'm out I, at forty two years old. I'm out of the whole, like, well, the box is over there now. But like, like, okay, I've I've got a little black light keychain in my hand. Like, I'm oh fun. I'm I'm past the point of oh, I need to like I need to smash my toys together. I've been past that point for over oh yeah you know, yeah you know like so I'm I'm out of the whole. I must play with this kind of thing. So, for me. It's there to look at and make you happy. Uh huh. Essentially, yes. It's all about the characters. It's all about the whatever. Well, so Funko's license that they have with Hasbro for the retro toys line Mm -hmm. is them specifically doing the toys. So, all of the Transformers so far, it, like, I have because I have two different versions of it, I have one that's more show-accurate colors and then one that's more... um, Well, it's actually a reference to More Than Meets the Eye when they're doing the the energy weapon fight between the two of them. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: So that Optimus with the energy axe is more of a light blue, where the one that's an Amazon exclusive is more of like a dark blue that you would see in season one on the actual show. Yeah. Well, Funko... Is releasing later in August a 10.5 inch Unicron based on the $600 Hazlab. <laughs> I'm like, oh my
1: gosh, game
2: hilarious compared to $600? Sure, I can deal yeah. with a 10.5 inch Unicron versus a 500 $600 thing that I don't know where to like. It's not like I have – it's not like I, I can, first of all, have that kind of funded, Second of all, even if I had – that, or if somebody sent – like, no one's going to send me a $600 unicron. But if something like that happened, like, I have to now weigh this thing to see how, like, how much of a tension wire I have to get to hang it from the ceiling and plant – like, literally, yeah. like, where are you going to put that thing? So, yeah, no, That's the like,
1: thing. <laughs> like, there comes a point where it starts taking over your house.
2: I know people that – I know one person that – and he's – I don't know if – I haven't had him on this show. We had him on All Things Transformers. Proto Man, he bought a house specifically to fit his collection. (laughs) (laughs) So he wouldn't have to worry about which room he had to put, like, all 5,000 – I don't know. That guy has so many Transformers and other toys that I have no idea where – where <laughs> no, no clue. Yeah. What do you think it is about our generation that causes our childhood toys to mean so much more to us than say, for instance, our parents' generation?
1: Yeah. You know that, you know that, um, 21 pilots song about, we used to play pretend and head of a treehouse and mm-hmm. something. And now we got to wake up and get the money. Yep. I think that's why. I think that's why we're all just like, man, like I remember, I'm like, I used to play outside with my friends and it was nice. And now it's just like work, work, work. And so I think we're just missing our, our memory of what it was like to be little and not have those adult responsibilities.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing I I said, I don't, I don't think it was the last episode of this podcast. It was a, probably a different show, but I, I, I say this all the time. When I had a good job from 2005 to 2010 and I was making a lot of extra cash, at that time I found eBay in 2006 and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> 84 Optimus, 85 yeah. Blaster. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Galvatron. Like, I bought like three different Transformers from the old days off of eBay for all adding up to about a about four or five hundred dollars for like four figures, so you know it's like I need my child to obey, you know because
1: yeah. yeah.
2: anyway, what is your motivation for purchasing toys to display, play, fiddle, describe your collecting style
1: all of the above <laughs> so. I enjoy displaying them. I like just having them around. They make me happy. I have children who need fidgets and who really enjoy the actual fiddling with them and transforming them Mm -hmm. and making them do all sorts of stuff. And yeah, so I feel weird because I hardly ever actually – Especially like the really complex guys. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just, I'm not, I don't enjoy the actual transformation aspect as much as, you know, my kids do. But Mm. I really like watching them fiddle with them.
2: (laughs) Well, see, that's why, and, and we've known this for years, for over a decade now. That's why we always buy two. So that way you can have one for robot mode, and one for alternate mode, and if you need the kids to transform it from one way to the other way because you don't want to deal with it, then boom, there you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll have to eventually learn how to do
2: something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. You do it's want the kids humbling. to grow up. E- e- yep. Even though we are regressing now as adults, you do want your kids to grow up. So Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Okay, let's see but have you ever and I I don't know, I don't know how you're gonna answer. Have you ever purchased a toy for a child with the ulterior motive of playing with it yourself?
1: Oh bruh, all the time. <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only get them stuff that I also want. There you go. (laughs) Because I'm selfish. (laughs) And also it's my money. (laughs)
2: Have you ever purchased a vintage toy for a child because you thought it would be something that they would like based on your own preferences?
1: Well, not precisely. Um, I have. Let's see. What did we get? No, you know what? It wasn't vintage. But there was one year where Seth was desperate for the little mini movie verse Devastator in G1 colors. Mm-hmm. And so that was like Christmas. I'm like, okay, I'll get that. Let me see a vintage toy. I don't think so. The vintage toys that we have are ones that were like – gifts or, yeah, I think all the vintage toys we have were gifts. Mm. Very cool. By vintage, I mean like older than 2000. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, you know. (laughs) Do you do any toy modifications or customs, painting, building, build dioramas, that kind of stuff?
1: So I don't... But Seth does. <laughs> and so we, I have to, like, he'll be like, okay, so mom, I want to do, I want to paint this here. And I want to, like he, oh my gosh, this was like the most traumatic one. He sanded black arachnia so that she can bend her knees up to her chest. He was just like, I hate that she can't move the way she needs to move. I'm going to sand down her little pelvis so that she can move. And I like freaked out, but also I was like, dude, he's having fun and it is a toy and you need to chill. And after he did it, it wasn't like I'd look at it and be like, oh no, she's been defiled. I was like, okay, you know, she looks fine and she can move more. (laughs) But he also, so I have like also the, um, yeah, he'll he'll have, like, things he wants to do, and I'll be like, no! Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some things I care about. Well,
2: I mean, you know, Black Arachnia needs to be as flexible as she can, especially exactly. around Maximals. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, that, that you know, that is what it is. Now, if yeah. he wants to completely deconstruct Optimus, you know, a la Tonka style, then... We might have a problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, on the Lego website right now that I had to wait in a queue because they're, like, getting high traffic and I'm buying the Optimus Prime.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure this has happened before in our X number of year history, but she is buying the Lego Optimus Prime as we are recording this episode. Mm
1: (laughs) Yuppity. Congratulations! You qualify for free shipping, Noda.
2: <laughs> you think anything yeah. over fifty dollars uh, qualifies you for free shipping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what gets me about—and this is just a little side thing here—what gets me about that is you literally have to have it at five zero 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 for the subtotal. Because if it's four nine nine nine, they'll be like. Nope, that's not fifty dollars. Forty nine ninety nine yeah. plus tax. Not exactly fifty bucks.
1: <laughs> oh
2: well. Oh well. Do you think toy companies should specifically have adult collector toys, child toys, or find a way to mix both?
1: Oh, fine. Oh no, I accidentally ex- exited the website. Okay, Stop anyway.
2: That. Go to your history okay. right now. Go back. Well,
1: it's all good. Um Kate, wait, I was paying attention and then I got distracted. <laughs> what was the question? Do you think toy companies should Oh, oh, yeah. They should absolutely mix it up. Holy cow. Yeah. I have a strong opinion about this. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you have to cater to two,
2: like, again, you know, I'm a 42-year-old man-child when it comes to certain toys kind of thing, you know, yeah. so it's like, you you have to cater to both, like, look, no child, no, let's, again, using myself as an example, no nine-year-old today wants Kingdom Rodimus, no nine-year-old today is going to take care of that thing like I took care of the one that I had when I was nine, it wasn't yeah. even a commander class, you know what I mean, but like, Yeah, you definitely need to think, because, hello, without us who grew up with your brand, you wouldn't be where you are, kind of thing, I guess. Do you feel you are coming to an end of your active collecting? If so, what has signified this phase
1: for you? I am absolutely not coming to an end, because (laughs) A, the toys are better than they've been maybe ever. Like, there have been a few times where they were coming out with good toys, but not as consistently. Mm. And also, I have more money than I've ever had. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, there wasn't ever a moment when you were completely done with toys then, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you've never considered stopping as a collector or even selling your whole collection?
1: Oh my gosh, heck no, man. Like they're alive. It'd be like so. Oh, so funny. But like it's so much more fun to have these like they're alive and to love them and to to enjoy them at that level. Like yeah. not I I love that they're, I'm not obsessive about it, but I care about them mm-hmm. and we just have a good time with them.
2: There you go. What is something that does not have a toy of it you'd love to have in toy form?
1: Oh, man. <sighs> See, this is one, and I like skimmed the questions, and I was like, this is going to be more fun to be surprised. Um, and this one, it would have done me good to think about it. <laughs> okay. What is it? I wish there was a toy of aside from the little adult-sized Tinker Toys thing that I'm still trying to find. Um, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of Transformers because it's easiest to, like, stay focused. But yeah. uh, what would I really, really... Oh, oh, gosh! Holy cow! I know exactly what I want. I want a Megatron Origins Megatron. Oh, from IDW, yep. Yeah, yep, holy yep, cow. Yeah. Like, that was the one... Not this past Christmas, but the one before that, I was like, I'm getting third party toys. Gosh dang it. Mm -hmm. And there was a person that did like a really good Megatron, but he still didn't have the cool head flippies that Alex hates and that I think are cool. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah, me and Josh Perez would buy. <laughs> All of the
2: Megatron Origins, yeah.
1: Yes. Well, only one, because if you have more than one, then the one that, you, that there can't be like the actual dude. Well, yes. I mean, That's why I've never bought more than one of a toy because I'm just like, no, each one is
2: them. But but don't you know, we now live in the universe where all universes are all as one. So you could have like <laughs> 20 different Megatrons, one from each universe. Like,
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, like I don't have multiples of the same toy. Unless, like, I'm really worried that it's going to get broken, and then I keep, like, the extra one just kind of.
2: Yeah. In the closet somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What is a toy that you'd love to have scaled up and functional for the real world? I was not prepared.
1: Man, see, I'm always. I'm, the ones that I've always loved were, like, go karts and stuff, and they do make those for adults, <laughs> but they're very expensive. That is affirmative. What would I want a scaled-up version of? Start the games! I cannot think of anything. Because, basically, if you're going to get a scaled-up version of something, you want it to be, like, alive and real at that point. So, I'm just like, I don't know. (laughs) If it still has to be a toy, then I'd just rather have it be little.
2: Yeah, for me, it would probably be the Lost Light. Because who doesn't want a Lost Light?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so funny because, like, I... I don't know, I like it living in my imagination. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I could also say that I would love to, like, I know people have made custom versions of this, but, like, to have a literal real-life blaster or sound wave that you can just walk down the street, you can have it be streaming, you can have it be MP3, it doesn't have, as long as it looks like it looked like, you know, the '80s—that's fine. Doesn't have to necessarily rely on cassette technology, but that would be cool too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man. question thirty-seven in a row. Oh no! <laughs> How has your husband dealt with your collection?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'm lucky in that it hasn't ever been a problem. Um, I mean, he went and bought me the mpo one Prime for Mother's Day.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: So, yeah.
2: Cool, cool. Toy collecting can have its struggles. What is one aspect that you tend to struggle with the most?
1: Um, It used to be having things come out that I really would have liked and I couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's things come out and I can't order them fast enough and they <laughs> get sold out.
2: It's, yeah, and in, in, in all aspects of toy collecting it is really, really tough. Yeah. Because the companies, the retailers, the what, whatever you want to say, just they just can't stop the scalpers, and it just sucks. Yeah, and that's yeah. not just toy. That's with any like concert Everything. tickets. Yeah, We're like ugh.
1: swear yeah. to God, I've had to learn a lot of like shopping skills of like where to buy stuff from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: What is one positive and or one negative memory you have with buying toys?
1: Um. lucky i don't really have any negative memories that like haunt me um i used to be like desperate to get the um parts of steel third party sound wave that or not sound wave shock wave Mm -hmm. that turns into like an ironclad ship and then i felt one in real life and i'm like never mind it's made out of cardboard (laughs) but um Yeah, I really have like Things that we buy get loved. Mm -hmm. Even like sort of redheaded stepchildren, they get loved. (laughs) I didn't know you could buy those.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. So this can't be anything that's already out. It can't be anything that has already been announced as of this recording. But if Hasbro gave you the keys to the kingdom and you could create any toy, what would you want to create?
1: Oh man. <sighs> see, we're so lucky right now, they're doing I, cool I ones. I know, yeah. Um let's see, what do I wish Hasbro would do? <sighs> <laughs> It's really fun the way it is now, because the the way it is now Hasbro's making some pretty good toys, mm-hmm. and then, if they're not making the exact one that you need, mm-hmm. you can soar to find a third party one, yeah, not always, but you, you pretty much can yeah most of the time and that is fun like I, I like that dynamic of there's the secret third party ones if you're really rich <laughs> um.
2: Yeah, and I mean, like I said before, it's one of those things where you have Mark and Evan that are on the design team that are the toy designers that they they are essentially us. They grew up with this stuff. I'm sure whomever is you know is higher up than them is like, okay, we need this, this, and this, and this, and this. Oh, and by the way, what is the thing that you think we would want to put out that you also have like the most. Interest, like, uh, I forget. There's in some of these Hasbro streams for trying these Fan First Fridays or Transformer Tuesdays Mm -hmm. or whatever. Evan has said, like, oh, I really wanted to be able to tackle this in the correct way, or I really wanted us to be able to do this in the this, you know. I want again, like, if you're a person, not that. Anyone from, that was a kid in 1990, kid, I mean, eight, you know, seven, eight, nine years old in the 90s, not that anyone in that time frame should want a toy accurate pterosaur over a cartoon accurate pterosaur, but, you know, there may be people like that where they prefer the the toy colors over the cartoon colors, but, you know, those people yeah. are whatever. Kind of thing, but uh, you know, because those those toy colors are just they were ugly then, they were ugly, they were ugly, uh, was it 25? Beast Wars just hit 25 years, yeah, they were ugly 25 years ago, it's ugly now. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, artists, sorry, designers, but yeah, yellow on pterosaur just looks like Cheetor just pissed on his chest or something. I don't yeah. know. That those yellow spots on Pterosaur just don't look right.
1: Mm-hmm. I have so far avoided viewing them. <laughs> oh, I'll show you. <laughs> I know now I'm like, all oh, right. But I need to not be distracted by the internet while we're talking. <laughs> oh, I will show we've you seen after we're done. That Yeah. That goes poorly. Yeah, yes, yes. You have chosen poorly if you choose to yes. pterosaur. Except I've got the toy ordered, so <laughs> Lego Prime is on its way. There you go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> malfunction oh,
2: fixed. There, yep. is, there, there is no malfunction anymore.
1: <laughs> I still have that weird sense of just uh, sort of awe and a little bit of guilt that I can buy toys just because of the way my life has been my my whole life and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh there was a thing i wanted and i just (laughs) i just went and got it (laughs) yeah so you know moment of gratitude along with the silliness there you go very cool
2: very cool what is the one piece of advice you would give to the toy collecting fandom
1: oh my gosh just have fun (laughs) Yeah, yeah like you, collect collect toys however you want to. There isn't a right way, but just have fun. If it stops being fun, don't do it anymore or change the way you're doing it. And if it's still fun, keep doing it that way. Yep. And it's okay if there's dust on your toys. I give you Permission
2: okay I have uh, I have to send this to you after but I have like really major sticker shock, because holy crap I'm on Bbts and I'm looking at the transformers Ultimetal and I assume these are like giant statues because ultra Magnus oh. is eleven hundred dollars what yeah That's okay inst-
1: Say, let's see. Now I'm, now I'm looking at it.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. So, Ultimetal Ultra Magnus stands 17.75 mm. inches tall, features two layers of removable armor. The first layer to oh. be removed is the trailer armor to reveal the Ultra Magnus robot beneath. The second layer to be removed will reveal the inner workings of the Autobot robot. Ultra Magnus is made of die cast. And plastic parts, and includes a laser rifle, energy axe, figure stand, and remote control. Well, no wonder it's $1,100. Oh, $1, my $1, gosh. Like,
1: holy Oh, crap. I'm looking at this picture where he, like, unfolds, and you can see his innards and stuff. Yeah, the batteries and all that. Yeah. That's not at all distressing. It's like, <laughs> here, you, you can flay your toy <laughs> for your amusement.
2: Yeah, we're... We're just amusing each other now, folks. We're sorry. But <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, because I'm, I'm tr- I am I'm was trying to look for the... Um, I don't know, I was trying to look... Yeah, he's the... Okay, so Transformers ultimate has Megatron, Magnus, Galvatron, and Hot Rod. Yeah. Magnus is the most expensive one, and Galvatron I and Hot Rod are the... Like, and I get it. He's he's super tall. He's super this and he, he basically yeah. has like three different forms and I'm just like Yeah. and wow. Holy crap. So yeah, just just enjoy it all you all you toy yeah. collecting adults. As far as for kids, what is the advice you'd give to kids who enjoy toys?
1: Okay, the advice I give to kids who enjoy toys is when you have something that you want, wait, depending on your age and patience level, either a day or a week or sometimes a month and see if you still want that thing. Because a lot of times I have had kids be like, I need this thing. And then they forget about it. For example, the cheetah or that we bought. Um, so it's just kind of a, you know, make sure it's something that you you, you really do want. That sometimes causes problems when things like pterosaurs sell out, but yeah, I I think, and also I would say, if you can earn the money to buy it, do so, because then you appreciate it more. Yeah. I mean, not always, but I, I think in general, like if you've worked for something. Even, yeah, if no, works, even if the work that you've done is just being like, no, mom, I really, really, this is important to me. I really want it. I will do chores. Here's, I asked you for a favor. You won't disappoint me, will you? Well, no, I wouldn't want you to feel bad. What did you
2: do to gears, you monster? You turned them nice. A simple case of displaced circuitry. I employed his personality circuit for my purpose, and he has become my slave.
1: <laughs> but yeah, just just enjoy your guys. Have fun with them. Let them become real.
2: What's the matter, fearless leader? You and Starscream look real geeky. Maybe the auto are...
0: thunder noise i've got a headache
2: and they call themselves the
0: Septicons.
2: all right folks we're gonna take a quick break here to hear some ads and some other stuff and we will come back to close the show after this Woo-woo.
0: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere Hello, Geeks and Geekettes! Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks, every Friday on the Geekcast Radio Network because the world needs another movie podcast the geek cast radio network presents for your listening pleasure the cinema Geek.
1: hosted by amanda kevin matt and dan
0: each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news Play movie games. Go in-depth on reviews.
1: And even have a top ten countdown or two.
0: Also, don't miss our director retrospective series, where we review noted directors' movies, film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience the Cinema Geeks. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. Like science fiction? Of course you do or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Marku 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. Hi, I'm Terry Smith, the host of Music Talks, the podcast where I ask guests a simple but beguiling question. Choose a song from each decade of your life and tell me why these songs mean so much to you. Guests and listeners love this format, and if you want to find out why, then take a listen at musictalkspod.buzzsprout.com or use your favourite podcast app. Just search on Music Talks Terry Smith. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and... Then send me a tweet at musictalkspod. I look forward to doing some music talking soon. Hey, it's Wes from Poppin Off Toys. Wanted to let you know about poppinofftoys.com. We can be your number one source for Funko collectible figures to add to your ever-growing collection. If you're in Nashville, Tennessee, we actually have a retail store that you can come by, 5916 Charlotte Pike. And for the rest of us, poppinofftoys.com is always open, and you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. And the name is just simply Popping off toys. Thank you so much and always
2: keep it popping. One of the primary themes of ToyCast is that we focus on. Times Past. We are who we are today because of the nostalgic memories and experiences from our childhood. Obviously we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for the toys that make us so addicted to nostalgia. Times Past Collectibles in Chicago, Illinois is your primary go-to collectible store to reclaim the toys that drove those memories and experiences. Specializing in action figures from all of your favorite toy lines like Star Wars, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Transformers, Silverhawks, Ghostbusters, TMNT, Mask, and more, get your dose of nostalgia with a shop run by collectors for collectors. Whether you are looking for Loose G.I. Joe, Ice Cream Soldier, a Packaged Leonardo, Recent Star Wars Black Series figures, or an AFA-graded Boba Fett, Times Past Collectibles is bringing you back to your childhood. Visit the shop at 1450 North Ashland Ave in Chicago, just two blocks south of Ashland and North Ave. Call the shop at 847-830-1031 or email timespastcollectibles 1982 at gmail.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Just search Times Past Collectibles because, folks, it's past time that you get your collectibles. Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are ToonCast. From taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy Toon Talk, and now we get the origins of Toonsters everywhere as we ask guests... 30 questions about their cartoon watching experiences, plus so much more. Tooncast is back. Join me, TFG and Mike and the rest of the GCRN crew as we give you all the Toon talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all Toons, all the time, here on Tooncast. Yeah.
1: On the Simplistic Reviews podcast, We talk movies. We talk TV. We talk. Hello, Julie. What the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spot sound more exciting by adding explosions.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Car! Car!
1: Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com.
2: I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. Discover
0: a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 60 and TF Square One, this informal and chilled-out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. The battle is over. But the galaxy-spanning adventures of the Transformers will continue, and the greatest Autobot of them all, Optimus Prime, will return.
2: All right, we are back here on ToyCast. Miss Hahi Prime, anything (laughs) you want to say to the people? Anything you want to... Any kind of dark, hidden secrets we don't know about you yet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, like, genuinely, what I would say to the people is good job. You made it through the last few years. Be proud of yourself. Be kind to yourself. I love you. You're doing good. Some what do weirdo. You what do you mean, idea? He's always one of the leaders of Cybertron. <laughs> the true leader of the Decepticon. <laughs> Consequently, Cybertron. Is there something? Do you need a lozenge? I actually have one. Of them. I'm
2: good, thanks. <laughs> and what I'll say is, everybody stay in your damn houses for the next two years. <laughs> That's what I'll say without yeah. actually saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Thank you for joining us here on Toycast. If you'd like to get in contact with the people, are... <laughs> I gotta get over again.
1: <laughs> no, leave this in. It's great. <laughs> well, yes, this
2: will be an outtake, but like, oh, God, I can't. can't...
1: Like, <laughs> like, you can do it. You gotta leave this in. <laughs> all right go mike you can do it oh
2: wake up amazing a booby trap that actually catches boobies the one time i wish that actually had bourbon in it oh gosh (laughs) that's deep freeze cold Thank you for joining us here on ToyCast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are some ways to do so. Visit the website geekcastradio.com where you can listen to this and comment on this and all of our other content. Send any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can listen to us on anything that has podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at TF Toycast for the show. I am at TFG1 Mike. What is your Twitter if you want to give it out? If you even, I don't even know if you use uh, it. Oh,
1: I do, but like I never even check it. I'm basically yeah. I'm Hockey Prime everywhere. So okay, there you go. Go find me.
2: Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Geekcast Radio Network, and you also check out. I believe the page name is TF Toycast only because I needed to make it more. Like centric, course, considering uh, what was it uh, 2009, 13 14 years ago, we actually were we started out being solely Transformers, and then at some point I think around episode 60 or so, I was like, yeah, let's talk about all
1: toys. It doesn't matter. That's a good plan.
2: Next time on ToyCast, I don't know. It could be a display case. It could be another Origins episode. It could be... Mm -hmm. so for now i am TFG and mike with haki prime join us next time when we will be talking more toys here on toycast good job yay
0: (laughs) the wisdom of the
2: ages it's lost no not lost we're all a little wiser now
0: but the matrix is empty
2: it's up to all of us to fill it again With the wisdom we accumulate from this moment on, Autobots,
0: transform and roll out.
2: Where is that stupid image? Okay,
1: seriously, disk. These metal guys would be so fun though, because they'd be so weighty. Yeah, they would. I did build. I did build the Gundam sort of more than meets the eye Megatron, because he walked among us, (laughs) but he's very light. So
2: I don't know what the I, I assume I know what the difference is, but I would actually have to look at it. But I just sent you a screenshot of what the the yellow on the toy oh terra- gosh. The, the toy accurate pterosaur's chest is.
1: Did you send it in Facebook chat? Yeah. Okay, yeah,
2: let me go Facebook. look. That's the Target exclusive.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I fucking
2: hate that. It. Is ugly. Oh, as hell. that's
1: just nasty. Why? <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, it looks like looks like Cheetor pissed all over his chest.
1: Well, it reminds me of remember the like sort of <clears throat> green and purple toxic and animated yep. Prime. That's what yep. it reminds me of. It's like except the- Toxatron was much better painted. I know. Yeah, this is <laughs> hot garbage. All right. Well, yeah. I refuse. Not going to buy yeah. it.
0: Gone!
2: Quintessence inferior,
0: sapatron's superior.